Hey, according to astronomy, planets the size of Neptune couldn't possibly form and sustain any kind of atmosphere while orbiting their parent stars at a close proximity. Well, forget what I just said, because I didn't quite understand any of it either. But last year, astronomers found exactly this kind of planet. And it's not the only planet that defies all our knowledge. Will scientists have to reconsider their picture of the universe? Ooh, let's find out. Exoplanets are the hottest topic in astronomy right now. And with every new discovery, we're getting more and more confident in our view of the universe we live in. But some of those discoveries simply baffle the mind. The planet I'm talking about is called NGTS-4b. Well, I like Vulcan better, but they didn't ask me. That planet was found by the Next Generation Transit Survey, or NGTS, located in the Atacama Desert, Chile. This base of robotic exoplanet search is aimed at finding super-Earth and sub-Neptune planets. It uses a method that measures the dimming of a star, which happens when a planet crosses the line between a star and the point of observation. The duration and magnitude of the dimming help to figure out the size, density, and how far the exoplanet is from its parent star. NGTS-4b is, at least for now, the only sub-Neptune-sized planet that orbits its star in a so-called Neptunian desert. And is called desert for a reason. The radiation coming from the stars in Neptunian deserts is pretty vicious. Normally, it would evaporate any kind of atmosphere from any planets in close proximity and leave them as small, blazing hot rocks. Scientists can only guess why this didn't happen to NGTS-4b. This planet still has an atmosphere, and it's about 80% of the size of Neptune. It orbits the star at an astonishing speed, a full circle in 1.3 days. One suggestion is that the planet wasn't always that close to the star, and it just recently migrated there, so its atmosphere is evaporating right now. Another possible explanation for the existence of NGTS-4b is that its atmosphere was a lot larger in the past, and we found it just in time to watch the final round of the show. That would mean that we can observe the process and see for ourselves how it happens. And this isn't the first surprising discovery of NGTS. On October 31, 2017, the NGTS-1b planet was discovered. This planet is a hot gas giant, almost exactly the same size as our neighbor Jupiter. But the strange thing about this planet is that it orbits a red dwarf star that's only half the size of our Sun. This has never been seen before, and in theory, such huge planets shouldn't orbit stars so small. There probably won't be a sensible explanation for this until other similar planets are found. But for now, nobody knows how it's possible. A Neptune-sized planet so close to its star and huge planets orbiting small stars are puzzling enough. But how about the planet that should have been swallowed by its star by now, but still stands firm in its orbit? That's right, something like this was also found in the vast space of the universe. Kepler-78b is the planet. We'll have a little quiz on these names later. It's just a little bit bigger than the Earth. It's supposedly as dense as the Earth and has a similar composition, but it's even closer to its host star than NGTS-4b. One year on this planet lasts only 8.5 hours. That's how long it takes for the planet to go full circle around the star. 
The closest planet to our Sun, Mercury, is about 36 million miles from it. Kepler-78b orbits its star at a distance of less than 1.5 times the diameter of the star itself. That's less than 1 billion miles from the surface of the star, and as far as we know, it's absolutely impossible. Kepler-78b is constantly getting closer and closer to the star it orbits, and one day, it'll be swallowed by it. But for now, the planet stands firm. And that's not even the most puzzling part. How in the name of the universe did this planet even come to be? As far as we know, there's absolutely no way for a planet like Kepler-78b to be formed so close to a star. And there's also no way for it to migrate so close without crashing into the star. More than that, if you imagine how things were when the planet was formed, it appears that its star was even bigger at that time. And that means that Kepler-78b was formed right in the place where the star once was. This simply doesn't make any sense for astronomers today. All they can do is collect more information about this planet and hope to find other similar ones so they can learn more about planet formation in the future. Now, let's turn from blazing desert planets at risk of being devoured by their own suns to something really dark. To a planet that's so far from its star, it shouldn't exist. The planet I'm talking about, prepare yourself because it's going to be a mouthful, HD 106906b. For simplicity, let's just call it Bob. Now, this planet is the only known companion orbiting not one star, but two stars at the same time. The planet, Bob, is 11 times more massive than Jupiter and is orbiting the binary star at an unimaginable distance. It's 69 billion miles away from the core of the system. What's even stranger is that the system is still really young, only 14 million years old. Just for a point of reference, our system is 4.5 billion years old. How is it possible for a planet this big to form this far from its parent star is just incomprehensible. Once again, the most possible explanation is that it was formed near the star but later pushed farther out. Yet there's still one cool possibility. This planet could have been a failed star. This means that some collections of gas crashing into other similar clouds could react and form a binary star system. But what if one such gas clump somehow failed and became a giant gas planet instead. It's possible, though it's just a theory. Impossible planets may be a lot closer to us than you think. How about our own solar system? You know all that buzz going on around Pluto? At one time, it's a planet, and then suddenly it's not. What happened here? Did Pluto forget to renew its planet license or something? <laughs> Jokes aside, there was a prediction that there's some kind of ninth planet in the solar system long before the discovery of Pluto in 1930. But about a half a century later, when our technology was making a huge leap forward, we were able to see that Pluto is just one of around 70,000 objects in its region of space. There's a big collection of asteroids, ice, and dust called the Kuiper Belt. Here, other objects, some just as big as Pluto, were discovered. And as we know, there can't be several planets placed in the same orbit. One object discovered in 2005 named Eris is said to be even bigger than Pluto, but it still can't be called a planet. At least Pluto got all the fame first before Eris showed up. It would be a closed case for the ninth planet, but this story seems to be much more complicated. Evidence found in 2016 
by astronomers Ganji Lee and Fred Adams suggests that there actually is a strange planet X in the solar system. Only, it's far more distant than even Pluto and the Kuiper Belt. We don't know for sure exactly how far it is, but the estimated distance of its orbit varies from 40 billion to 140 billion miles from the Sun. That's 400 to 1500 times farther than the Earth is from the Sun. The problem is, contrary to all the evidence, it's not supposed to be there. We just don't know any possible way for a planet to form at such distance from its host star. The most probable explanation for the ninth planet's distance is that it was once a gas giant like Jupiter, but it couldn't compete, and the gravitational forces of other planets pushed it farther away. While this is possible, another theory suggests that the ninth planet was formed at a great distance in the first place, but then it was torn out of its orbit by another star passing relatively near to the Sun. It seems like similar things happen quite often when the solar system was only starting to form. Still, the simulation shows that those explanations aren't ideal. The chances of the proposed scenarios coming to life are estimated from 2% to 10%. In simple terms, all of them are quite unlikely. Guess only time and lots of research will tell. So, what do you think? What are astronomers missing in their attempts to explain the origin of impossible planets? Who knows? Maybe your idea is the key to a better understanding of the universe. Let me know down in the comments. If you learned something new today, then give this video a like and share it with a friend. But hey, don't go star trekking just yet. We have over 2,000 cool videos for you to check out. All you have to do is pick the left or the right video, click on it, and enjoy. Stay on the Bright Side of Life!